from the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch. This is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Features Editor at the Dispatch, and I'm ready for my close-up. That message is directed at any of the filmmakers here in town for the Film Festival of Columbus, which happens to be taking place through Saturday. Now in its eighth year, the festival at the Gateway Film Center features dozens of films, many of them with connections to the Buckeye State, either in content or the people behind the camera. Here to give us the scoop on this year's festival and offer some highlights is Chris Hamill, president of the Gateway Film Center, calling during a break in the action. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Maybe you can begin by describing the festival and its purpose. Well, first and foremost, we're thrilled that the Film Festival of Columbus continues into its eighth year. When we started the festival, I don't think any of us had any idea that it would grow into what it's become. But, you know, the festival exists to bring films to Columbus that may not screen here otherwise, and also to help aspiring national and local filmmakers think about Columbus as a place to make movies. And we're really thrilled and excited that we've actually seen some of that happening, you know, and now in our eighth uh, year of the festival, where we see filmmakers collaborating and executing new projects. You mentioned making films here. Are there any films in this year's lineup that were made here in Columbus? So there are several films that are from Ohio specifically, and when you get into our, when you get to our shorts blocks, almost... I mean, quite frankly, all of our Ohio films are obviously made or connected to the region, but there are several from the local side. On the feature side, there's a few, but I think the one that we're the most excited about is called Test City USA, which is a documentary that was actually made by a fifth-year student at The Ohio State University, Oh wow! Um, which talks about, yeah, it's incredible, and um, features a lot of local lawmakers and tastemakers, and they're talking about Columbus and the startup ecosystem that exists here. So for people who are looking Looking for a local connection as one from a topics perspective, but also if they just want to see the city on the big screen, uh, Test City USA is a great opportunity for them. You mentioned that the filmmaker in that case was a person associated with Ohio State University. Are most of the filmmakers or people behind the scenes on these films connected to Columbus in some way, or is that not really something that's necessary? I don't think most is correct, but many. And of course, you know, on smaller productions, a lot of times these films are, uh, you get to be the director, the writer, and the craft services person all at the same time. (laughs) But on larger productions, you know, you sometimes have hundreds of artists working on a film. And so some of the films have major stories like Test City does, but then other films, you know, sometimes it's a person holding a camera or a light or a microphone or an actor who also has a director and direct connection to the city. Based on what you've seen over the last eight years, what do filmmakers tend to like about this particular festival? I would imagine each city's festival would have a little bit of a different flavor to it. Well, one of the things that we hear every year from the filmmakers who visit is how much they love Columbus and that they are, in many cases, surprised by how active and supportive the community is. And then we also have this gem in Gateway Film Center where you know filmmakers tend to travel with their films and they see lots of venues around the country. And we also hear repeatedly how lucky we are that we have Gateway Film Center and and the other venues in Columbus that exhibit the types of films that the festival screens all year long. And what about just some quick stats about the festival? How many films will be screening this year and in what different genres are we going to see things? 
So the genres question is simple. They pretty much cross all genres. <laughs> okay. um, you know, even on opening night, we have documentary, we have comedy, we have drama, we have science fiction, we have horror. And you'll see those uh, opportunities all throughout the series. We're very purposeful about really ensuring that we're providing interesting, quality, and diverse films for our audiences. From a numbers perspective, we're right about 70 films in this year's program, and the festival runs Wednesday to Saturday, so you can do that math and figure out that's a lot of movies packed into a really short amount of time. How do you guys go about choosing these films? I mean, what's the process? That's got to be watching a lot of films. So, like most festivals, the uh, Film Festival of Columbus is open for submissions. So what that means is filmmakers come to us and ask us to consider their film to be part of the program. And then we have a jury of people who watch all of those submissions. So this year we had many hundreds of films submitted, both features and shorts. And then the jury makes their selections. We take a look at the films that were chosen, and then we try to curate them in a a way that fits together nicely and, and gives film lovers an opportunity to see as many of them as possible. You mentioned that one result of this sometimes is that films might be made here in the city. Are there other tangible benefits to the city of having the festival here? Well, you know, from an economic multiplier's perspective, the festival drives a tremendous amount of revenue to the city. You know, every person who lives in our community and comes and buys a ticket, of course, is helping the economy. But so many people travel regionally and nationally to come to the festival that, of course, that helps hotels and rental car places and restaurants. And so, yeah, there is a real economic win for the city. And the more people who attend the festival, the better that gets. Do you have a favorite memory from one of the past, you know, iterations of the festival, a particular movie or a Q&A session or something like that that really stands out? You know, we have a lot, as you can probably guess, of having run the festival for so many years. We have a lot of films that we we had great memories from, and we had interesting things that happened to us. I think the thing I'm really proud of is in 2017, our closing night selection was called The Year of Spectacular Men, and the film was written by Maddie Deutsch, and Maddie was one of the stars, and it was directed by Leah Thompson, who you know, of course, from Back to the Future fame, but Leah also directed the film, and Maddie is Leah's daughter, so we had uh, both Leah and Maddie in attendance. They were wonderful and have continued to be supporters of Columbus and the film festival, and uh, finally, Maddie and Zoe Deutsch's father is Howie Deutsch, who was the producer on the film, and Howard is a graduate of The Ohio State University, so we had a really great film that the audience loved. We had some talent that people will recognize and then some emerging talent and uh, we also had a really direct Columbus connection so I think that was a real that was a moment when um, the film festival really I was able to check all the boxes and Mm -hmm. and of course also bring this really great film to Columbus. So you had mentioned Test City USA is one that you're excited about. Can you highlight maybe a few of the other films that are going to be shown? I have a few that kind of struck me but I'd be interested in, in what interested you first. Well the first thing I'll tell you is when you own one of these festivals they're all kind of like your children. (laughs) So it's really difficult for me to say, oh, you should see this film or you should see that film. But I'll give you a couple highlights. Our two closing night selections, Mope and The Death of Dick Long, are, you know, films I think that really leave the audience a little bit breathless. And while they're both a little bit tragic, they're films that uh, really speak to the need for film festivals because it's it's impossible that Mope and 
the death of Dick Long may not even screen in Columbus outside of the Film Festival of Columbus. So we're really proud that they're among our closing night selections and, and uh, we'll have talent and some of the producers here from Mope to talk about the film more. So if forced to pick a few, those are the ones I'll recommend. Now, Mope centers on a pair of performers in the pornographic film industry, right? It is. Is it, I don't know, do you see it as a controversial selection at all? I don't think it's controversial at all. And interestingly enough, it is actually a comedy. It is a very dark comedy, to be sure, <laughs> and uh, based on a true story. But I don't think it's too controversial. I think it actually appeals to all audiences more than you might think it would. And uh, while it is very rated R, you know, it shouldn't be confused as something that audiences will be offended by. And The Death of Dick Long is kind of the same way, to tell you the truth. It's also a comedy, also very dark. There's a little bit more of a crime element to it. But yeah, I think both films are a little bit edgy, and I think that's great for a film festival, specific for its closing night. It also looks like you have a little retro thing going. I noticed that you have a restoration of Escape from New York. How did that end up being part of the festival? So my partner, John Dougherty, and I, we're always trying to, we often try to incorporate a film from the past into the festival schedule. And we live in a really great moment if you love movies, because many of them are being restored. And those restorations have now become pretty popular at film festivals. And so we also were interested in the restoration of The Shining that premiered at the Cannes Film Festival earlier this year and the restoration of First Blood, which premiered earlier this year. But both of them played in cinemas uh, in advance of the festival. So the timing just worked out perfectly for Escape from New York. The film is incredible. It looks gorgeous. It'll be screened uh, on the big screen at the film center, which will be beautiful. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention how huge a John Carpenter fan I am. So it's (laughs) exciting that we get to include that in the festival this year. Moving from the past to the future, can you talk a little bit about the teen screenwriting competition shorts that will be shown? Yeah. So the screenwriting, the teen screenwriting competition occurred in partnership with the Columbus College of Art and Design earlier this year, where the it was actually a screenwriting competition, and the winners of the competition had their films made through local production partnerships. And so those films will be premiered at 1 o'clock as part of the Focal Family Block on Saturday the 14th. So I will tell you, all three films are pretty good. I was very impressed with the quality of the filmmaking, very impressed with the writing and the acting. And also, you know, when you have a mission of helping Columbus become a city where more films are made, I can't think of a better realization of that mission than, you know, helping these emerging young filmmakers uh, get their films made. And then, of course, they don't just have to watch them on a computer. They get to watch them on the big screen at Gateway Film Center, and that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, sounds really cool. One last question that I wanted to ask, and that's just, has the Gateway ever seen itself up on the silver screen? Have you guys ended up in a movie, whether it's something at this festival or any movie? So the Film Center's, you know, been in a lot of stuff. I think most notably and directly related to the Film Festival of Columbus is um, last year's closing night film was called Summer of 84. Tangentially, if you have not seen that film, it is great. And it is, if you like Stranger Things on Netflix, Summer of 84 is a film that I think you'd really enjoy. But the filmmakers who made that, there's three of the three directors, they go by the name RKSS as a three-headed monster. And they filmed this really cool movie about their tour with the film. And Film Center, through their words, not mine, was their favorite venue they visited. They loved Columbus, and the Film Center shows up a lot in that movie. So really directly related to Focal is, is this film about a film that was made last year. And so if people are people haven't seen Summer of 84, you should check it out, and it's very easy to find the RKSS uh, documentary about their festival run, and they'll see uh, Columbus and the Film Center featured. Nice. Well, that sounds great. Again, thanks so much for joining us today, and good luck with everything with the festival this weekend. Thanks so 
much for having me, and hopefully we'll see you this weekend. All right. Take care. Uh Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.